Hello listeners, this is the Star World Government Podcast. And so in this episode, I will be explaining my previous episode about what I listed, what I think a world government should look like, and I'm going to explain why. So first, actually, I just want to start off why I think we need a world government. And that is, with a lot of nation-states competing with each other, I think it limits um, the human uh, expression of being kind to each other since it puts alliances on a nation instead of overall humanity. And I think it impedes progress because instead of everyone working together on the same thing, different nation-states are working on the same thing separately. And so if we all work together, things could be done a lot quicker. And I also think it just leads to a lot of violence in the world. And I don't think it's fair that depending on where you're born really decides the outcome of your life in a sense. And that some countries have different laws than others. Some have more freedom or security than others. And I think everything, anywhere, all humans, wherever they go, would be held by the same standards or the same freedoms. And I also, and what most people don't talk about is that the international law in the international arena is called um, chaos or harp state of nature where it's everyone out for themselves. Like there's no, like at least in nations, there's law and order and accountability. In international arena, there's nothing. And so that's why I think we need a world government to help this. And so that's why I want that. And so with, I bet you're also wondering why I want augmented democracy. So I found it out through a TED Talk. A really great guy came up with it. And his reasoning and my reasoning too is that with a representative democracy, it's, it's supposedly for the people, but once, like in the U.S., it's the Congress, um, on Canada, it's the House of Commons or things like that, whatever, your politicians, they are not really for you. You elect them, but they can do whatever they want once they get in. It just, they should do things that we like to get reelected. Especially in Canada, it's more about the party and not the person. Because you want what the party wants. But obviously, parties don't line up to what everything you want. So you have to choose one that more aligns with your view, even though you may not agree with some of its concepts. And I think in this society, like it shouldn't be done. And a lot of uh, politicians are known to be corrupt and are lobbied and uh, are paid for by others to do what they want. And so I think in an augmented democracy, this solves this problem because what people say direct democracy is, of course, the best form, but not everyone has the time to vote on everything. It was okay when it first started in Greece because it was only male. It was just a city in Athens, only males was property, I think it was 25, could vote in things, so it wasn't that bad. Like, it was easy to do. 
but in today's world it would be impossible and everyone would just be preoccupied with it there's nothing else that would get done which is why i think augmented democracy is the best form because with the new things of ai and technology that it helps make a direct democracy uh with as i said called augmented democracy because it uses technology and so that i just wanted to explain that and also i know probably when i said the overseer you may have thought of about the monarchy and that's kind of why i did it because i love queen elizabeth ii and i think the monarchy is good in a sense but the thing is when it's an heir or line of succession with no uh thing on are they fit to lead uh is that sometimes like with king uh george the fifth i think it was the one who left who, who dropped who surrendered to the americans and let the americans have their own state he was also known as king because he had a mental condition that couldn't be treated at the time and of course he shouldn't be allowed in but the thing with the way the monarchy works is everyone can get in line and it's a line so he gets it even if he may not be in the he shouldn't have the rule and so what i want to say with the overseer it's picked by the best personality and it provides the sense of comfort because i've always found comfort by the monarchy in canada since we don't have the monarch with us we have a governor general who acts in place of the monarch and i think it provides accountability to governments to make sure that they're doing the right thing because there's someone checking up on them and someone to look to for inspiration and support give speeches someone that you'll always know is there and that's what i like about it now of course I did say that of course like the monarchy there needs to be people to replace it and things like that and of course I already discussed how it would go but that's I just want to explain that as well and with other I know I also discussed China's social credit system now I think it should be implemented into uh, this world government and kind of replace the currency we have now because of course money and property leads to greed and conflict it's i don't think it's something that someone can't argue with that of course it does because when you tell someone it's the same when people have children or with family your instinct is to protect them and of course you do the same with your property you protect your property because it's yours and it's why children and the wives of men used to be considered their property because they had to protect them and they were in control of them and it's why i want to forgo this property and also not really have families anymore because one thing in psychology i learned it's about this theory about how we're kind of all connected and how we can use this to have a better society and what they said is first it used to be family because instead everyone would be out for themselves so the brain made this kind of thing where that 
we want to protect our own. And then it evolved into tribes, like in like Native American tribes, how they stayed with their tribes and they would defend their tribes from attack because they identified with their tribe. And that then, of course, evolved into the nation state where we are allied with our nation. We want to fight for our nation. That's kind of how military and stuff works. And what he said is if we can all identify with being human and all love each other, then it could help create uh, peace. And of course, I don't think he thought it would happen naturally. I don't think it can. So it's why I want to use this government to make sure it happens. And even, of course, with technology said, neural interfaces, becoming cyborgs in a sense, is that it will make us more connected. Because there is, um, it's called a motor neuron. I think it's called, no, it's called a mirror neuron. <laughs> so when you see someone doing an action, and if you have a brain scan, your brain will light up as if actually you were doing what they were doing. So it's kind of a connection between humans. And what a neural interface can do is it can expand that connection. Because, of course, if you could, and also with a collective consciousness is what I want to achieve, is that if you hurt someone else, it's like hurting yourself. So you don't want to do that, so it won't happen. And I think sometimes in this world, especially in this individualistic, capitalist world that we live in, I think it's why uh, reports of depression, anxiety, and suicide have risen up because all of us feel more alone now than ever because we want someone to hold us and take care of us, but everyone's looking out for their own. And you don't feel connected. But in a collective consciousness, or at least even a neural interface, where you can connect with people and you know they want what's best for you. And even in this world, there's a lot of mistrust with governments. And they don't always tell the whole story. And they lie. And they say it's to protect you. So you can't feel safe. That you don't know what your government's doing. And I think it's why I want this open, honest world government to make people identify with their state and to make them feel that they love them. And it's the same with the monarchy. Queen Elizabeth II always provided hope for me because I knew that she wanted what's best for her people. And I think it's always important to have a figure like that. Because, of course, you can't get it from a prime minister or president because... They're there, and they only say they like you to have, um, to get the place in office and to keep it. And so that's why I think a person like that will, like an overseer monarch, helps add that sense. And I do think also with, I mentioned money causes greed, so I don't want this communist thing. And well, back to the social credit system. I don't want it to be as uh, China's is a bit more oppressive and they're using it to make people uh, be nicer to the state, not say mean things. And it can restrict access in a lot of 
ways that may not like if you if you're doing bad and you have a child your child can't go to school if your social credit score is that low and i'm not proposing that i'm proposing i i think because i'm just uh in america it's like right to freedom liberty and the pursuit of happiness i think instead in this world government we like in the animal kingdom they can have a blueberry and not get charged it. They have access to the food and nutrition and shelters that they need. Now, of course, they may have to fight for it, but they can have it. And what we've done in this world is if we've made food a price, we've made a shelter a price. And so if you can't afford it, you can't have the basic needs. Like, if you know about... um. Maslow's hierarchy pyramid, it's the basic one, the bottom one, the survival, physical needs. And so I think what I want, what I think is that these basic needs should be available to everybody and it shouldn't have to be fight for it. We sh- In this world, we've evolved so much and people can't even have a basic right to clean water. Like, it's insane. So that's why I, I want to have a basic right to shelter, food, um, things like that. Well, what the social credit system does is it has your score. Of, it's not about being critical or approving of the state. It's being kind and nice to others and doing good deeds, things like that. And it's because it can also be, of course, the AI through facial recognition and videos and security um, understanding you, but also people can file reports on you or file things on you like, uh, this person's really nice to me or things like that. And I think what this, what I want this to be is that people work harder to get and be nicer to get a better school. Because that's be how hard you work or how much you're accomplishing to society and how much you're helping the world. And this will get you certain advantages. Like maybe these people get to go first some train or these people might have better houses or better things like that. And I also think I've also discussed how the city would work because what we've, I've said it would like no more cause or something like that because obesity is higher than ever and it's because of the lifestyle that we've created. Using cars instead of walking, nothing's close. Like, animals are always fit. Because, except, you know, domesticated animals, like dogs or things, because they're in the house. But they're supposed to be able to walk and do things. And it's why a lot of these blue zones in the world, they're not advanced places. They're more rural communities who do hard work, and eat well and don't eat fast food. And I think this is a really important concept, is that what I think the reason this world is why we shouldn't have cars and why we need to have a accessible place. And of course, people have to walk to get there to encourage exercise activity. And as I said, like I want to mandate at certain times to say exercise and meditation. And 
everybody wakes up or sleeps at the same time to also to find a sense of unity, but also to be healthy. Because in this society, people stay up at all the hours. I do the same myself. And it's not healthy. And sometimes, we as humans do not know what's good for us. And we prefer to be lazy. And that's why sometimes we need a little push. And I, like, I've a, I always find it hard to find motivation. And I think what this provides is motivation. And someone, and also accountability. Because that's what sometimes people lack and why they don't do things. Is because no one's holding them accountable. But in this social credit system and in this world government, you will be held accountable. And I think it's a very important concept, and I think it's a very good idea to make sure that everyone's doing their best. And that's why I think people have talked about, also a reason for this is, I think with self-driving cars, it's the reason why it's so hard is because you have people still driving their cars on the road and pedestrians and people who jaywalk. So it's a lot harder. And so what I think, it's harder for them to learn. So what I think is, in this world, uh, you won't really have to travel that much. And it will be, like if you travel, I say, it would be by a plane or something like that. Because it would be faster a lot easier and it would be good like that's what I'm saying so the and of course in that world you really don't need to travel like you don't need to travel to get to places everything's right there just if you want to visit certain ancient sites or maybe meet new people or things like that that's why you would travel and I think what that does is it makes it easier so that we don't really need pilots anymore AI can do it because what I said in this society and what we've kind of I think we've stunted humanity in a bit because in a capitalist system people are worried about losing their jobs so self-checkout robots doing certain work like warehouses only uh, have robots and they're outrageous people because people need a job and they need to make money and it's the same reason why we still have fossil fuels. Because the biggest point people make, and a lot of people agree with, if we get rid of fossil fuels, people will lose all these jobs and it will be terrible for them. And I think it's why we are still in these bad ways. But if we don't have money and we have this system, we can go to clean energy and we can have robots doing manual labor or how to work. So we can free ourselves to our minds and help elevate human consciousness in a sense. And I think it's really important. Like, I like to think of, like, an academic in a sense. And I like to think and wonder about things. But in this world, that's really hard for most people to do because they have to put money on the, they have to put food on the table. They have to have money. They need to look after other people. And I think... This stunts humanity and stunts our growth. And it also, again, creates this kind of unwillingness to help others. And in this society, it's even myself, I tend not to help others because in this, what you see every day is people who help others and then they use them and it ends up being bad for you to help others. Or it's some 
sort of prank or a scam. Like people are using people's better nature against them. And that's why I want to stop because I think it this debate about freedom versus security. But I know it's a debate, but I think people should have a right to not get depressed by people hating on them, should not have to get scammed by other people, should be allowed to be their best selves. And you need laws to do that. And I think once people realize this, I think it will create a movement. Because I know it's a hard concept, losing certain freedoms or certain abilities. But I think it's right to know because I think it's we need it in a sense because in this world those people have to do what they want it hurts and especially in social media because free speech and everything people get to write nasty comments and so many people die because of these comments and it's why i don't think it should be allowed like i can laugh it off because that's just who i am i'm i'm lucky that way but other people aren't and other people really take it seriously and that's why I think people should have a right to not be harmed by words or violence. And it's what I'm promoting here. And I hope you guys agree with me. But if not, I'm so glad you're listening. Okay, I'll see you in the next video.